Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2707. Hey, happy December to you. And because it's the first of the month, it's time to check in on Star Wars storytelling and what we have to look forward to in the coming month. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, as we do on these monthly episodes, there are 12 categories of Star Wars storytelling that we check in on each time, and there's not always news in all of the 12 categories, but we'll at least give them a nod, just to make sure that we <laughs> keep them on our radar. As always, we start with movies, and we've talked in previous episodes in November about Rose Quadrant and the fact that it seems to be delayed but the details on it are a little fuzzy and on the one hand it seems like a scheduling thing and on the other hand there are rumors about the dreaded quote-unquote creative differences happening and still the calendar for Disney releases has not been updated to pull Rogue Squadron off its December 2023 release date. So yeah, that's still pending even though all the Hollywood trades are saying, yeah, it's off the schedule. Well, I don't know what schedule they're looking at. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's not a public one, let's put it that way. Now, assuming that we are still looking at a December 2023 release of Rogue Squadron, one of the things we've been doing is comparing the timetable of the development of The Force Awakens to where we are with Rogue Squadron. And so we'll look back at December of 2013. There are great details about this in the Art of The Force Awakens book. And in that month, the concept designers had been churning out thousands upon thousands of sketches and paintings and ideas and whatnot, and they were getting ready for a holiday break. J.J. Abrams came in and pitched the story of Episode 7, the untitled, at that time, Episode 7. He and Larry Kasdan at that point had taken over from Michael Arndt and were developing a new script. So that draft, the first draft of The Force Awakens was submitted in December of 2013. With Rogue Squadron, there's already a script in place as far as we know, so that's handled, which is great. And one of the Hollywood reports had said that casting was not yet underway before this whole delay business happened, or at least before the reports of the delay happened. And for The Force Awakens, for what it's worth, they had an open call for casting the roles of Rey and Finn, but they had not begun casting in earnest and wouldn't do so until 2014. So we're still in line for a potential December 2023 release date for Rogue Squadron. With The Force Awakens, they were not gonna start principal photography until the early summer of 2014. So yeah, there's still time to stay within the timetable as long as they can work out whatever these scheduling situations are. 
So that's where we're at with Rogue Squadron about that movie specifically, but also looking at it from the framework of the timetable for The Force Awakens. Now let's move on to live action storytelling, the series that are coming out on Disney+. And this obviously is a huge month because The Book of Boba Fett debuts on Wednesday, December 29th. And as I mentioned yesterday, we don't yet know if they're going to double up on day one, but if they are, they will announce it ahead of time. It's not going to be a surprise on December 29th. They will say so in advance. And we know now that it is a seven-episode series which will take it into February, regardless of whether they double up on that first day. Coming after that is very likely the Kenobi series, as we've talked about here on the podcast, that the Kenobi series is going to debut before the Andor series. That's the only thing that we got a preview of on the Disney Plus day that happened last month. Granted, it was the same sizzle reel that was presented to in investors in the Disney Investor Day in December of 2010, but there was no new and or stuff in there. So yes, once again, every reason to believe that Kenobi is coming first. That series will be in post-production right now. The Andor series is in post-production as well. Mandalorian Season 3 is currently filming right now, so that's fantastic, and we're anticipating a late 2021, uh, excuse me, late 2022 release for that. Then you get to the Ahsoka series, and we'll talk more about the Ahsoka series in tomorrow's episode, actually, but... Really quickly, there was one thing in the Empire Magazine situation where Kathleen Kennedy seemed to suggest that Ahsoka was coming out in 2022. And I don't think that's quite right. I mean, it just doesn't seem like the timetable works for that. Dave Filoni, also mentioned in that feature article, is currently writing the Ahsoka series right now. So... Yeah, it seems like they're not going to be able to begin principal photography on this until sometime in 2022. Seems very unlikely that they would be able to get it out the door until after the debut of Mandalorian Season 3. So you would imagine that once Mando Season 3 runs its course, which would probably bring it into late winter, early spring of 2023, that the Ahsoka series would debut after that. Let's move on to animation now, and right now there's only one thing in animation that we know about going on, which is Season 2 of The Bad Batch that is currently in production right now. So, one thing that had come up a while back was a conversation with Matt Lanter, who did the voice of Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars series, and also you get a little bit of him in Rebels as well, with Darth Vader's appearances in there. but. He has said that he is not done with Star Wars animation projects, and you get the idea that maybe he could show up somewhere else. It might be worth mentioning that in Season 2 of Star Wars Rebels, Darth Vader made a couple of appearances there, and that was all very exciting and whatnot, and so it would be kind of interesting to see Darth Vader appear in Season 2 of The Bad Batch. Certainly he didn't make it for Season 1, but you can kind of imagine a situation where at some point Darth Vader is going to cross over into this series. Every time they've had the opportunity to do something like that, Lucasfilm has done it, so it would not be a surprise to see Matt Lanter being involved in The Bad Batch in Season 2. 
Okay, next we'll move on to books, and it's pretty light for the month of December. There's only two books coming out. One of them is in that Be More series from DK Books. So previously there's been a Be More Yoda, and a Be More Leia, and a Be More Lando, and a Be More Vader. Well, surprise, surprise, <laughs> the new installment is a Be More Boba Fett book. And there's also going to be a Jedi Artifacts book from Inside Editions. This is a kid's book, actually. Although the description says that it's a great gift for Star Wars fans of all ages. And looking at the list of inserts, it's hard not to agree <laughs> with that. So this whole Star Wars Jedi artifacts package includes a Jedi quilt booklet, a Jedi Order pin, so the logo of the Jedi Order, a paper ship model, which is a Jedi vector from the higher public, a customizable lightsaber sticker sheet, a Star Wars Rebels sticker using in-world art from the show, so you imagine it's probably some of Sabine's stuff, maybe. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi journal pages, which is described as an in-world insert. Makes me think of the Star Wars comic series, the first series that Marvel did, where there were these sort of interlude stories where Luke found a journal of Obi-Wan Kenobi's and got to hear, read stories about what Kenobi was doing during his time in the desert. Uh, there's also an in-world Jedi mosaic sticker, which is the mosaic art shown in the movies, and two lightsaber keychains, and they are Ahsoka Tano's lightsabers. Next on the list is audiobooks, and this is a quick one because there are no audiobook releases happening in December, so there you go. That <laughs> takes care of that one. On the short story front, we're supposed to be getting an issue of Star Wars Insider sometime this month, and there will be a High Republic short story in there. It will be a part one of a story by Kevin Scott because Kevin and Justina Ireland are trading stories. So Justina's finished in the last issue of Insider and so Kevin Scott will be getting the next one. On the video game front, December 14th is the big date that we're all keeping an eye on because as we've discussed in previous episodes of the podcast, the whole bring home the bounty merchandising thing that's going on. On that particular Tuesday, December 14th, they've had various icons representing the different weeks and they don't always correspond to the stuff that they're releasing, but in this particular case, they have a video game controller as the icon for that week. And so that seems rather unusual compared to all the other helmets and faces that they've shown. So yes, the belief is that there's going to be some sort of big video game thing happening on December 14th. And so we're keeping an eye on that one. And since we're talking about Bring Home the Bounty, we may as well mention the merchandising category at this point. There's still stuff being released, and as I've been watching the week-by-week -week debuts for Bring Home the Bounty, there hasn't been a heck of a lot in terms of product descriptions that give us clues into the backstories of characters or narrative storytelling or anything like that, but I'm still going to be keeping an eye on that, and I imagine that once we get closer to the release of the Book of Boba Fett, we might get more targeted product drops, and so, yeah, we may have more information come. But, yeah, the merchandising thing is still happening, and it goes all the way through December 28th with the Bring Home the Bounty campaign. As for virtual reality, at this point, doesn't seem like we're going to have any other big news this year, but, you know, we'll keep an eye on it all the same. And for live events, there still hasn't been any update over the past few months for Star Wars Celebration Anaheim in 2022, so that's kind of mysterious and surprising. So yeah, we'll keep an eye on that and see how that goes. Then of course there's the whole Galactic Star Cruiser thing that's opening in March. There have been some updates that we've talked about on the podcast last month, so that's all fantastic and maybe we'll get 
more previews of what happens in Galactic Star Cruiser, that might be good fun. But for now, that's basically what's going on on the live experience front. Then we have the streaming category, and the streaming category is just basically anything they add to Disney Plus that isn't a regular live action release. So right now, we don't have an indication that something new is coming in that regard, but who knows, we might get some kind of holiday surprise. It's been known to happen. And the last category is the comics category. This is going to be kind of a banner month as far as comics go. There are 13 new issues being released, so it's going to be Bounty Hunter, 18 and 19, the Darth Vader series 18 and 19, Star Wars the flagship title 19 and 20, Dr. Aphra number 17, and also Star Wars Adventures number 18. Excuse me, that's uh, 13. Star Wars Adventures issue 13, not 18. Can't read my own handwriting. And then there's a Crimson Rain debut. So this is the second part of a trilogy. The first part of the trilogy was War of the Bounty Hunters. Now Kira's story is continuing in this five-issue limited series called Crimson Rain. It doesn't seem like this is going to be a crossover event the same way War of the Bounty Hunters was, although one of the upcoming Bounty Hunters ongoing series issues mentions Crimson Rain, so there's kind of a suggestion that there's some crossover, but not officially because the cover art that they've shown doesn't show any sort of Crimson Rain tie-in kind of thing or anything like that. And then for the High Republic comics, well, the Marvel series High Republic is dropping issue 12, the IDW High Republic Adventures is dropping issue 11, and a first annual issue also. And then for Marvel, the Trail of Shadows miniseries is dropping issue number three of five. So there you go, that's everything that we know about Star Wars storytelling coming up in December of 2021. And when news breaks on those things or anything else that we weren't expecting, we'll cover it here on the show this month. So it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.